Hello and welcome to all our listeners on behalf of the Wharton Fintech Podcast. I'm your host, Anjit Gupta, and I'm excited to be speaking, speaking to Kinon Chen, Executive Vice President of Corporate Strategy at Clear Capital. Founded in 2001, Clear Capital is a leading real estate valuation, analytics, and platform technology solutions company. As the head of corporate strategy, Kinon sits at the intersection of executive, product, marketing, and sales teams, guiding their growth and ensuring the delivery of consistent and long-term value to customers and partners. After honing his engineering and tech leadership skills in San Francisco as a director of technology for Roundpeg, Keenan was introduced to the mortgage industry in the early 2000s, leading tech projects for a large lender. In today's podcast, we discuss Keenan's professional journey and understand Clear Capital's unique intersection of real estate, finance, and technology. Keenan, thank you for joining us today. No, thank you for having me. It's a pleasure. Keenan, it would be really great if you could start by telling us about your background and what motivated you to join Clear Capital. Well, I, my, my background is really in, in web development and, and technology. And, you know, if you would have, would have asked me then if I'd be uh, <laughs> involved in, in the mortgage industry um, uh, doing strategy, I, I think I, I probably wouldn't have believed you. I was you know, very focused, um, uh, you know, and on web development, uh, you know, through the late nineties there. And, and, um, but actually in, uh, you know, in, in the company I was, I was at at the time, um, is where I met one of the co-founders of Clear Capital, uh, in the Bay area. We were working on a number of, of, uh, products, you know, bringing people, uh, from more client server applications into, uh, uh, web-based applications. And, um, and so while, uh, uh, actually Kevin Marshall, the, one of the co-founders of Clear Capital and I were working together, we, uh, had the opportunity to meet, uh, meet Dwayne Andrews, uh, the other co-founder. And he, um, brought to us the idea for ariaNetwork.com, which is, um, really the first time we all had a chance to work together. Um, and so when, uh, when you know Aria Network, um, you know, took off and did well, and and, and Kevin and Dwayne continued to work together there, um, they came up with the idea for for Clear Capital, and uh, and I got a call pretty early on. So I guess you could say I was uh, you know responsible for introducing you know the Clear Capital co-founders together, and and uh, you know when when they called, I, I knew that um, I would always be interested in, in working on whatever they were up to just based on knowing them as great people and, and, and high integrity uh, folks. So. That's interesting. Uh, so you already mentioned a bit about, you know, how you got introduced um, to the founders, but could you maybe talk about uh, more about the history of the firm and why was it launched in the first place and what is it trying to solve? Sure. So, so, um, you know, as I mentioned, you know, arianetwork.com was the first, um, you know, site that, that, uh, Dwayne and Kevin worked on, you know, together and, um, and it's, it's focus was really building a, um, a, a nationwide you know, network of real estate brokers that knew how to, um, handle bank owned um, property listings and could really support, 
um, asset managers and um, and folks that worked in loss mitigation after a property has gone through foreclosure and um, and then is is managed by the bank if no one no one buys it at, at auction. Um, you know, working with folks that are really qualified and knowing how to deal with REO properties, um, you know, becomes you know, pretty important. You know, these are properties that could be vacant or, or um, you know, boarded up. And, um, and that formed this really great nationwide network of, of brokers. And so when Kevin and Dwayne had the idea for Clear Capital, um, they really envisioned it first as a technology platform, as a, as a software, as a service platform that would um, that would allow uh, allow companies to order valuations uh, in a seamless way from uh, you know from this nationwide network of of brokers and agents. And so the the whole point was to you know facilitate that whole you know end to end workflow of of ordering valuations and managing that process. Um, and uh, it was all, you know, online as a as a web application, you know, software as a service type approach, and it was really too early for its time. Um, you know, back this is early in the early two thousands, um, and you know, I think, you know, lenders, banks, um, you know, capital markets folks didn't weren't ready yet to put their business online, and were really looking to have something that was more kind of installed within their own four walls. Um, and so uh, uh, that was the opportunity really to, to pivot and say, okay, well, we can use our own technology um, to, to manage the whole process, um, you know, on, on behalf of, of our clients. And, and that investment in the technology platform is really what set us apart, you know, just solving simple problems um, for how to quickly manage, you know, large um, you know, a large volume of valuations in a seamless way um, to, you know, to order them, to, to get them, get them delivered and consumed easily over the web. There was just nothing like that at the time. Um, and, uh, and so I think that that started kind of this um, uh, setting the bar, if you will, for uh, the way that property valuations, um, uh, you know, can, can be ordered in a seamless way, um, but also uh, provide high quality uh, understanding of the results as well. That makes sense. So who would you say are your typical customers, Keenan, and what are you know, specifically some of the technology solutions or the top solutions that you offer them? Also, you mentioned Clear Capital was ahead of its time, but let's say today, how does Clear Capital compete or compare to some of the competing solutions that might be available? Sure, so we, um, we, we, we had, you know, I, I think this, this opportunity to, like I said, to kind of set the bar, um, not only from a technology standpoint, but in how we treated you know, people. Um, how we worked with, um, you know, independent real estate professionals around the country, um, and you know, simple things like you know, paying folks on time that are that are doing work for us on behalf of our customer. Um, how we, you know, how we hire, um, you know, employees. You know, we we prefer things like, 
you know, how someone, uh, you know, a- approaches other people, not just their skill set, but, but, um, but whether they treat others well. Um, you know, I think all that led to this early reputation of um, not only, you know, great products, but great service, and then a willingness to go above and above and beyond um, even what was required for the sake of making someone else's life easier. And, and that gave us this opportunity really to grow by word of mouth um, and form good relationships with, with clients, which then gave us new opportunities to work in other products, to create other products. And, um, and so we went quickly from being a, a, a technology company that was doing, uh, you know, uh, broker price opinions and other sort of um, uh, valuations that, that, um, that required someone to go out and visit a home to uh, really being able to, to bolster our products with data and analytics and, and start to offer those. Um, after the housing crisis, we actually doubled in size because of how we responded to helping folks get an understanding of what was going on with their collateral, um, with a lot of decisions around servicing and, and portfolios of, of, uh, of loans. We're trying to, people were trying to figure out you know, where, they, where they were on those, on those, uh, on those assets. Um, to uh, uh, really having a well-rounded set of products from um, data analytics all the way through to full-blown appraisals, um, and now you know back into into technology products. So to answer your question around you know who are our customers, you know with this sort of wide range of understanding of of um, of property uh, from the, uh, a, a quick real-time. Um, uh, data analytic product all the way to a full-blown appraisal, we now have a wide set of customers. Um, we, we serve uh, lenders, uh, all different types of lenders making decisions on, uh, on new loans, purchase refi, um, home equity loans. Uh, we serve um, uh, loan servicers, again, you know, making decisions on um, default, um, properties in default, pre-foreclosure, post-foreclosure decisions. Um, we work very closely with with uh, capital markets, um, you know, Wall Street folks, you know, buying and selling loans, doing due diligence on uh, loans in their portfolio, and um, and then through all that, we develop good relationship with the GSEs as well, and and helping them uh, roll out a number of initiatives, and uh, and um, uh, and and then the other part, which is kind of interesting, is you know, this, this emerging world of prop tech, right? This, um, this world where there's a number of things happening even before there's a, a mortgage involved to help people make decisions um, around property in the, in the buying and selling of real estate. So a pretty wide swath of customers there. Got it. Yep, that I was in fact myself uh, keen on working with evaluating real estate portfolios for a while. So I hmm. understand and can totally appreciate the kind of data and analytics that goes into offering something like this because just inherently how sensitive real estate pricing can be there are so many states so many areas and so many factors that can impact pricing so it would be interesting if you could uh, tell our listeners what are some of the you know biggest issues that you face when dealing with uh, data and real estate analytics yeah, I, I think I, mean, I think the industry has wrestled with 
um, first of all, just getting access to the data itself. Um, um, you know, as you mentioned, real estate, you know, is, is location-based, right? And getting a national understanding, you know, for companies that really work, you know, across the whole nation, they have customers across the nation. Getting that, that understanding um, has, been, has been difficult. And the data has been very um, segmented and, and localized. Um, for good reason, right? There's there's local market, you know, um, competition, especially for real estate agents and brokers. You know, mm-hmm. protecting that that data is is, is key um, um, to to being you know local market experts. Um, we've worked a lot over the years to um, uh, you know to to help provide an understanding, I think, to those local market experts um, that. That, that data is vital to ensuring that lenders have what they need to, to make good decisions and, and keep loans flowing. Um, so we've built you know, good relationships around the country with uh, local real estate data providers um, so that we can uh, build analytics that really work across the country. Um, so certainly have kind of hit that head on solving the, the availability of data. And then it comes to, I think one of the other challenges is um, um, uh, the recency of that data and then the, then the compliance, the ability to use that data to do derivative products. And um, you know, I mentioned before that it's important to us to do things the right way, to treat people the right way. And, um, and, and so our, our approach has, has been to be, you know, to ensure that all the data that we get access to, that we're you know, highly compliant um, with with the uses of that data, and that we um, and that we also you know enforce um, that compliance you know with the people that we do business with to ensure that that they follow as well because that's that's what keeps these relationships flowing so we gain access to more and more data right so so I I think that's part of it the other the other part of it is now what do you do with it right what what's the challenges of what's the right type of technology to use to ensure that you keep up with the market and, and create good accuracy mm-hmm. um, you know, with your model. So embracing, you know, things that have been developed in um, outside of our industry, embracing things like machine learning, AI, um, and staying staying innovative and, and modern in our approach is 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 key as well. Got it. Um, I recently read that you launched um, a remote inspection tool in response to the COVID crisis. Could you tell us a bit about why that product was created and what it does? Yeah, happy to. It, you know, our part of our DNA, I think, is is um, you know really leaning into to to crisis, if you will, um, looking to you know always looking for how we could solve a, a problem. You know, there, um, you know, during COVID, um, it's been interesting to see you know different company reactions. Some companies, you know, are hunkering down, pulling back, getting very conservative um, in their approach. And, um, and we saw it as we had, you know, the, you know, already had tools in place and assets in place that, um, that could, could help keep, um, keep loans flowing and, and help people continue to make decisions on loans um, despite the circumstances. Um, you know, one of the, the immediate um, roadblocks caused by COVID is um, how do you gain access to a home when folks are sheltered in place and uncomfortable, of course, letting anyone in, 
but also the people that do go out and expect homes, appraisers and real estate brokers. And um, uh, how do you keep them, you know, out of harm's way and, and provide a way for them to continue doing their job um, without, you know, being at risk by going into, into homes. Um, so we, you know, we've been partnering with, um, with, with the GSEs and, and top lenders over the past couple of years to, to develop, um, uh, better ways for, for folks to, uh, collect data at a, at a home and, and bring that data back to someone at their desk to make a good decision. Um, and, uh, in fact, over the past year in 2019, we, we, we did over 60,000, um, uh, 60,000 inspections of homes or, you know, collecting data at homes where we sent in a, a non-appraiser. Um, so we sent in someone that, that was armed with a, a mobile app that let them gather data in a robust way um, and, and bring it back um, as part of our appraisal modernization process. And so we were able to leverage that technology. We um, saw an opportunity to say, you know what, we could do the same thing with the homeowner or the occupant of the property, we could guide them through collecting robust data mm -hmm. um, and, um, and solve the problem of, you know, not having to send, send someone into the home, um, but just do it all electronically, you know, using, using the mobile phone. So, um, so we made the decision to roll that out and made the decision to make it free, not only to our own customers, but free for anyone in the industry to use because we felt that was just the right thing to do. Well, that's, that's being innovative at a different level. And I'm sure that's a tool that is uh, being used and appreciated widely by uh, your customers, uh, Keenan. So Keenan, real estate, as you mentioned, has always been associated with a set of fragmented brokers who are trying to protect their knowledge base. And just going beyond clear capital for a while, how would you say that technology has revolutionized the real estate industry in the past decade? Well, certainly the, you know, the, the move towards, um, you know, the, the digitization of the whole process, I think, um, you know, starting with the shopping process, right? How do you shop for a home? You know, now the, the first thing you do is, is you look online, um, you know, I was actually talking with someone the other day that um, um, for, our, for our podcast, we were interviewing someone uh, who constantly shops, even like, even after she, she bought a home, the very next day she's, she's back online, you know, just keeping up to date as to what's going on in, in the area and, and staying, you know, staying, um, staying informed of where the market's going and stuff like you can do that in a way that the democratization of data, you know, putting at your fingertips, you know, for, for home shoppers. I think that's, that's really, you know, one of the largest trends that have changed the game because if you start there online, you know, it's like, what else can you do from there? Um, and, and that started this whole kind of revolution of making, um, creating a seamless experience starting from shopping, but going all the way through right to the loan and, and mortgage process. Um, of course, um, you know, Quicken and others with Rocket Mortgage, you know, um, 
really raising the bar as to what's expected from a consumer experience to um, to make that transition from your 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 real estate shopping experience to your loan shopping experience, um, I think is another huge you know trend uh, over the past few years that's 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 changed things. And would you say that COVID has impacted the industry overall uh, in a big way, and maybe even uh, clear capital's long-term strategy? Yeah, well, one one way it's you know um, even though it's certainly been a surprise in terms of um, COVID itself, right? You know, this this pandemic I think has has really been um, something that we just you know we haven't seen in our in our lifetime. Um, but what it's what it's done, I think, for the industry and for us is it's it's actually validated a lot of the ideas that we already had in place, you know, um, some of the ideas that we've been working on for years, it has, it's just accelerated um, the need for those solutions. Um, uh, modernization of the um, appraisal process, um, better, um, a better handoff of the data that's being gathered um, uh, during the, um, the, the real estate listing process and ensuring that that data gets into the hands of the folks that are making a decision on 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 the loan. I mean, all of those concepts, um, keeping things in the digital space, you know, um, as much as possible. Those concepts have all gotten accelerated through COVID, and I think they've uh, COVID's helped even cement. I think some of the ideas that were maybe more in pilot phase or you know experimentation phase to be things where it's like, you know, we now see the long-term path for that being the right, uh, right direction to go. Makes sense. Coming back to Clear Capital, Keenan, I have to ask you if, if you think that the technology and the model that Clear Capital has built, is it scalable? And do you plan to extend it beyond the US anytime soon? I, I do think it's, it's it's scalable um um you know the way i think of it is that you know we we are our, our goal is to be an expert on u.s housing regardless of the decision that's being made around uh a, a, around a a residential or commercial property you know our goal is to be able to enable people to make good decisions um by by being an expert on what's going on with that property it's its condition, its characteristics, its value, um, uh, the market that it's in, and um, and those um, you know those capabilities um, to me can be can be done at scale by having the the best data, the right data, having the data organized um, in a way where we can be very flexible with the types of products that we produce, um, and and. You know, as as we've seen, even this year, you know, um, there's always a new challenge, right? There's always like, you know, changes within the market that um, that um, that drive the need for innovation, that drive the need for 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 solutions. So, I, you know, that's what makes it kind of fun in a way. Is that I, I there's always um, new opportunity to, um, to to leverage the data and assets we have to solve a new problem. Um, um, but I also think that the, 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 
you know, the real estate mortgage market is, um, there's a long way to go, you know, um, uh, we talked about digitization, you know, there's, there's a long way to go there. Um, so, um, so yeah, I, I do think the industry we're in and what we're specifically doing has a, a lot of, a lot of runway to it, you know, in terms of global, um, you know, it's not something that we're, we're actively pursuing, um, right now. Um, um, but, you know, companies like Proppy and others have demonstrated that, um, that certain, you know, frameworks and, 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 and technology platforms really can work globally as well. They can work for other markets, um, because there's some, you know, some similarities, right? Um, so, you know, we'll, we'll see, but that's not something we're currently pursuing. Got it. Finally, Keenan, I have to ask you, what do you think is the future of uh, real estate in U.S. and globally, in fact? Well, one of the things coming out of COVID is, is clear is that um, the, the need for again, starting with the home shopping experience, the need for, for there to be better actionable data online um, and in the digital format is certainly clear. Um, the, uh, you know, the growth and demand for virtual tours um, as a way to experience the home without, you know, having to go to an open house. Um, you know, some of the consumer facing, you know, portals that have made um uh your your financial information more actionable um you know the, the credit karmas of the world um where where you really can you know build both a a, a digital um uh wallet for lack of a better word but you know a digital profile of yourself financially but then also a digital version of the home i think that you know that that does open up, you know, long-term things like, you know, getting closer to the idea of one-click uh, real estate transactions. I think we're a ways off from that, but but moving towards that type of thing where it's much more seamless and frictionless to to buy homes, but also to get the financing for that. And I think we're just going to see that continue. Um, so um, yes, yeah, so our goal on that is that. You know, whether it's automated decisions that need to be made or whether they need trusted experts, um, we want to ensure that people have good, robust uh, property information to um, ensure that we reduce risk in the system, but also uh, reduce friction. Definitely, uh, Keenan, Clear Capital sounds to be one of the firms which has uh, aligned itself well with, with all these changes that are taking place and been a pioneer and innovated fast to kind of uh, stay at the same level as where technology is taking us, where the COVID is taking us. Keenan, thank you so much for joining us today. It was a pleasure having you on the show. Yeah, thanks so much. Enjoyed it. Thank you.